Hi, everyone. This is Isabella of Spiritual Voice by Isabella. Uh, tonight is going to be an interesting night. We're going to have a special guest here who's going to be sharing his experiences. Um, um, he has had, you know, experiences with uh, with UFOs. So he is going to be here with us tonight discussing it. And uh, this way we can also um, ask him questions, you know, and, uh, and learn more about it and also sharing experiences that we may have had. Okay, so I'm going to, to welcome Steve Molnar here. And, uh, hello, Steve. <laughs> welcome. Marshall, how are you doing, Isabel? Nice to talk with you. Oh, hi. Hi, I'm good. How are you doing? Good. Excellent. So how can I, um, so can you tell us a little bit about what, like, how? Yeah, for most people that are listening, um, um, I, we own a cottage out on Lake Erie. If people are curious what to look on a map, if you look on a map of Lake Erie, that on the Canadian side, it's about five miles past Port Colbert, and it went into an area called Sunset Bay, right before Morgan's Point. So that's um, where, uh, back in the uh, end of July, around 2009, I was with a friend of mine who I'll call DC, um, and we were sitting at this cottage, and we were overlooking the lake, and it was about maybe around 9 o'clock or so, and it was a clear night, and it was one cloud in the sky, fairly small one, one cloud, and we were just sitting out there looking out, as we do when you go into the cottage, just looking out, it was a Friday night, and it was about to begin, and it was just starting to get a little bit darker, but not much, it was still, you know, at, at that time of the summertime, you know, just look at the sun, setting and um, at one point we're both sitting there on, on the lab chairs looking out and we see now if you if you can picture us looking southwest along Lake Erie the shoreline we saw this this um, silver it looked like uh, a, a planet but the stars weren't out yet so it wasn't anything that we thought was coming normal so as we stared at it now we looked at this thing for probably about 20 minutes and it slowly was cruising up along the coast, northeast, northeast along the shoreline, you know, the shoreline here coming towards us. And, you know, it, it slowly got bigger and bigger as it came toward us. And we knew it wasn't a plane. We knew it wasn't a helicopter. And the way it was moving, it was kind of slowly cruising up, and it wasn't making any noise. Which and at one point, the bay... It, it got to a point where it, it came towards us, and it was probably about an eighth of a mile away from us, maybe a couple of hundred feet up from the, from the, uh, from the water. And as it got closer, it got bigger, and we noticed it was circular, and it, was, it had beacons of light shooting all around it. And it was probably, but it, it got pretty close to us, and it was probably about maybe, my guess is about 50 feet diameter, a couple hundred feet up above the water, maybe about an eighth of a mile from us coming towards us, and as it got closer, it was spinning fairly slowly, and it was circular, like we could actually see the windows at the top of this thing, it was insane, and as it came towards us, it arched up, and as it was arching up to go straight up, it started spinning faster in a counterclockwise motion. I think it was counterclockwise motion, and as it as it went up into the into the sky slowly, it went into this cloud. It lit the cloud up completely, and then uh, the lights went out of the cloud and it disappeared. And I looked at my friend and I said, "Did you see that?" And he goes, "Yeah." I go, "Okay, good," because I'm you know 
dome in uh, Jerusalem with the with the alien ship there, and it, it was just incredible. You know, I saw different different versions of it, and uh, it was just incredible. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I, after that after that sighting of me and my friend AC, uh, you know, I started paying more and more attention. I was, you know, looking at things, and you know, there's a show on TV called Ancient Aliens that comes out, and a lot of people watch that, and they they, they watch it with tongue in cheek, and they just, you know, they don't. Yes, I'm not. You have to believe it or you don't. Yeah. And yeah. and this, that sighting that me and my friend had, um, it made a total believer out of me. It was just, I mean, I can actually see. The windows of this thing, it was within an eighth of a mile, 200 feet up. It was close. And the maneuver that it made, and the fact that it wrapped up and it went up into this cloud and it lit the cloud up and it totally disappeared, it behaved nothing like that I've ever seen. I mean, I think if I would have had a, a good camera with me and was able to take pictures of this thing, it would have been one of the and I'm sure there's a lot of really amazing sightings that people post pictures or video. It would have ranked up there as one of the better ones, in my opinion. But I wasn't, you know, you don't go out there looking. I mean, we sit out there often in the summer over the years, and we just look up at, at the night sky and the stars, and we see planes go by, and we see satellites on clear nights. And, like, we know what we're looking for. We know what we're looking at. You know, we can see it's not a plane. You can hear it coming, or you can see a satellite cruising up. Thousands, you know, way up there, and you can see it go by. But this was, it wasn't dark yet, and that's the interesting thing. It was, it was just starting to get dark. There were no, there were no stars in the sky when this happened. And when this, when this, when the event finished, and it, and it went into the cloud, and, and it like disappeared or cloaked, it was still like, it, it was still like the sun was setting. It was still, it was still the blue sky that was starting to get a little darker. So I did what the cloud that we saw was still white and puffy. And it's interesting that it that take that that cloud to go into to disappear in. Like it is to go up and straight up into the sky and, and we can see it go all the way up. And that cloud like I said, it was a low level uh puffy white, you know, and it lit it up, didn't it? cloud. And um ever since then my friend and I have just really been paying attention. Uh, I really uh, started getting into more uh, listening to lectures uh, online and, and discovering people that are, that are serious about this topic. And they do, you know, there's UFO um, events that take place around the country at various times of the year. And then sometimes they post these lectures on YouTube and then you, know, you can watch it for yourself without actually having to be there. Yeah. Well, I've discovered uh, a number of people that I think are credible um, ufologists that when I when I listen to them and they're like this, they're like me, they're just trying to find out answers and trying to figure out what's what's happening here. Mm-hmm. Well, this is going back several years. I was on my balcony when I lived in this apartment, and uh, I actually saw something. It's just the way that it moved. Like it, it it was lit up, and just the way that it moved, it didn't move like anything that I that I knew, like a plane or a helicopter or anything like that. You know, and I actually. What I did was I went to this one website where you can actually record it in the Ontario area. And uh, there was a lot of people that were posting in Ontario. They were finding them all over the place. They were seeing them. And uh, I didn't see anyone posting anything the same day that I did. But it was just so so different. You just know that whatever it is is different than what you've ever seen before. Yeah, the interesting thing was when I started looking into it more, I realized that this area that we live in, Western New York, Southern Ontario, is one of the hotbeds of, of sightings for UFOs. And I think maybe because 
they do they believe you when you tell them about this? Well, uh, I, I think I think so. And to be honest, I don't care uh, whoever I tell the story to, and I've told it to many people. I, I don't really care if anybody believes me or not. Yeah, it's it like what I saw and what I think. Exactly, you have to change so, to believe it. There's, no, there's nothing that's going to change me. Now, if it's a government vehicle, and if that's the case, then then in my opinion, shame on them for not. You know, if there's things happening out there that we're not aware. I mean, I realize that, that there's the you know, the secret, uh, that the government has their secrets and they have to end up creating these crafts. But um, if it's a government vehicle, it, it behaves and maneuvered like nothing that any of us have ever seen. And there's many, there's many uh, UFO videos out there that even airline pilots over the years uh, have, uh, have reported. Uh, there was one that happened over the Chicago airport a number of years ago where actually there's some pictures of it. And I think recently more and more of the... Uh, these pilots are coming out and telling their story because many of them that were reporting it, they, you know, I, I understand some of them were like losing their jobs over it because, uh, you know, because of credibility reasons. But I think there's been uh, more of these pilots coming out and telling their story. And, um, and I mean, if, 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 you were, if your listeners are really serious about really exploring this topic, um, don't, don't be, um, like, I mean, there's a lot of, stuff out there that is not real, but as Dr. Stan Friedman said, you know, um, most most of the uh, UFOs that are spotted are explainable, but some aren't. Now, that some is like around 10%. Yeah. So even if there is 1% of these sightings that is beyond explanation, that's still a lot. So, but he's finding there's about 10%. Roughly, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I don't want to quote somebody else's words and then give false information. But but Stan Friedman was uh, he, he's something that your listeners are he's somebody that you can look up. He's actually retiring very soon. He's been studying this topic for over 40 years. He's got an extensive um, data and he's just got so much information. He's been doing lectures for the last you know number of many many years, but. In his 80s, I think his health is failing a little bit, so I think he's just retiring from doing this uh, traveling around. He's traveled around the world, and he and, uh, and just explained. And his biggest, um, he, when, we, when I went to see him do his lecture, um, he was talking about the one topic he talked about was this incident that happened in the 60s, Betty and Barney Hill, who were a couple that were from New Hampshire or they were from upstate. Uh, um, East Coast, and they were in Canada heading back home, and apparently they had they were they were abducted, and they didn't realize they were abducted. But um, at some point later, um, they they knew something was their timeline was wrong or something, so they went to see uh, a hypnotist, and under hypnosis, um, these stories uh, came out of their abduction. And Mrs. Hill, she actually, um, I guess she said she asked.